0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I post episodes twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays on pretty much whatever I like. So welcome. Towards the end of May 2021, world famous models Gigi and Bella Hadid came out publicly in support of Palestine and have since been accused of anti-Semitism in a since-deleted Instagram post. English singer and all-round buddy Dua Lipa, who is dating Gigi and Bella's younger brother, Anwar Hadid, did not escape similar criticism for her public support of the hashtag Free Palestine movement. Now, at the time of recording this episode, a Change.org petition calling for Gigi and Bella to be removed as ambassadors for the American retailer, Victoria's Secret, has reached 85,000 signatures. The petition accuses them of, and I quote, fanning the flames of anti Semitism by spreading misinformation and perpetuating anti Semitic tropes through their social media. It goes on to say, posting that Israel practices ethnic cleansing military occupation and apartheid and claiming that it is not a country but a land settled by colonizers is not only historically inaccurate but patently anti-semitic end quote Now both Bella Hadid and Dua Lipa have rejected these accusations with Bella stating that she does not condone anti-Semitism and sharing a video of Bernie Sanders saying it is not anti-Semitic to be critical of a right-wing government in Israel. Now in today's episode I'd like to share my own thoughts about how not to be anti-Semitic specifically when talking about the recently renewed Palestinian conflict. I include that caveat because antisemitism is a complex issue, and I certainly don't have the credentials to talk about it in totality. Wikipedia defines antisemitism as hostility to, prejudice, or discrimination against Jews, and is generally considered to be a form of racism. So, here are a few things to consider when talking about recent events in East Jerusalem, the subsequent backlash from pro-Palestinian protesters, and the accompanying wave of accusations of anti-Semitism from vocal Zionists and various anti-racism groups. First off, anti-Semitism is not a thing of the past, relegated to those grainy black and white documentaries that they just won't stop showing (laughs) on the History Channel, but clearly for good reason. Anti-Semitism is extremely common across all parts of the world, in Africa, in Asia, in America, and most certainly in Europe. You hear it all the time, even in churches, fellowships, in heated debates at the barbecue about the structures that build power, in aunties, WhatsApp groups, and from that one person in the friend group who believes that everything is a conspiracy. (laughs) Wait, that might actually be me. No, but seriously, you have heard it in many forms. Some of the most common ones are that the Jews control the world's most powerful people, including politicians. That they control the banks and media organizations. And that they are bringing about a new world order and globalization. So that, (laughs) actually, I don't know what the end game of the new world order is. I think it's uh, something to do with microchips but i could be wrong it even shows up in the most seemingly benign ways with the appearance of being the very opposite of what you would expect anti-semitism to look like some evangelical churches are obsessed with a particular version of it that focuses on israel as the locus of all blessings based on a biblical exhortation to bless israel or else actually i forget what happens if you don't but presumably it means you can never ever 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 criticize israel the point is anti-semitism is alive and well today and just as dangerous as it was a hundred years ago when it resulted in the death of six million jews in hitler's death camps secondly the jewish people are not being paranoid Anti-Semitism is one of the oldest forms of racial prejudice, I would argue probably older than anti-Black racism. It is called The Longest Hatred for a reason and has been going on for at least 2,000 years, if not longer. But from the time they allegedly crucified Jesus Christ, (laughs) it has been rough out here in the streets, in the Christian streets specifically for Jewish people. And I have never understood people who hate Jews for this reason. Well, for any reason, but this reason specifically. It is the most asinine thinking possible. First of all, Jesus was meant to die. It was quite literally God's plan. And secondly, Jesus himself was a Jew, as were his disciples and all the early founders of the Christian church. So, insert confused meme here but anyway this hatred is real and has consequences it was the precursor to the holocaust and before that to innumerable programs in europe which include the rhineland massacres preceding the first crusade in 1096 the edict of expulsion from england in 1290 the persecution of jews during the black death in the 14th century the massacres of spanish jews in 1391 the persecutions of the spanish inquisition the expulsion from Spain in 1492, the Cossack massacres in Ukraine, various anti-Jewish pogroms in the Russian Empire in the 19th century, the Dreyfus Affair in France, the Holocaust in German-occupied Europe during World War II, Soviet anti-Jewish policies, and Arab and Muslim involvement in the Jewish exodus from Arab and Muslim countries. My friend, this thing has been going on for a hot minute. It is not the figment of anyone's imagination. Thirdly, consider that Israel as a state has a right to exist. Now there's a caveat, which is just not as an ethno-state. But we'll come back to that. The formation of Israel was an absolute shambles. The Zionists, the Americans and the British railroaded the Palestinians in 1948 after World War II and dispossessed and displaced hundreds of thousands of Palestinians. It should never have happened, and the Palestinians deserve justice. However, nothing in this life is perfect. You cannot wish Israel away, whatever you think of its genesis or of the Zionists. And I for one can understand the desire for a subsection of Jewish people to have a homeland. But back to my caveat. This homeland cannot be an ethnostate, a country where Jews and Arabs are not equal citizens. As many have said, Jews, Arabs, and Christians lived in relative peace on the Levant before the British and the Americans inserted themselves. It can be so again. So instead of spending billions of dollars on weapons, Israel's allies should take that money and pay reparations to Palestinians and right the historical wrongs that have been compounded decade after decade. But of course, that is wishful thinking. But the whole thing will end in tears on all sides but moving on it's probably a good idea not to lump all jewish people together israel and jewishness are not synonymous there are jews that do not support the state of israel there are many who have marched in solidarity with the palestinians and rejected the idea of the state of israel committing war crimes in their name and of course there are many who take the opposite view Jews are not a monolith of uniform belief and conviction, outside of their belief in a right to exist free of hatred. They should therefore not universally as a unit be reviled or beloved on the basis of their heritage. That is quite literally prejudice. Related to that, listen to knowledgeable Jews, Israelis and Palestinians across a spectrum of opinion. It's a complex issue, so listening to one or two voices is not going to build up a perspective that can allow for compassion for the innocence caught up in the crossfire of the so-called conflict. And lastly, use as many preambles and caveats as you need. Over-explain if you have to. That you recognise the reality of anti-Semitism, that it is a real and present threat. That there are Palestinians whose true conviction is death to the Jews just as there are Israelis whose conviction is death to the Arabs. And both those groups deserve the full volume of your disapproval. There is a good reason to speak carefully about the issue. The rise of anti-Semitism cannot lead anywhere good for anyone. It is the herald, the harbinger of hatred against all minorities. The last time it was indulged, it led to a world war that resulted in the death of almost a hundred million people from every corner of the globe. Where you find anti-Semitism, you will find prejudice against many other groups thriving. This is echoed in the famous poem by Martin Niemoller, First They Came, which goes, first they came for the communists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists and the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist or a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. So, to summarize, it may feel like a tightrope navigating the minefield that is the Middle East conflict. But as many have suggested, the Jewish people are not as a group, culpable for the atrocities committed by israel that responsibility rests on the state of israel and the israeli defense forces the idf their allies and their supporters for their heavy-handed discriminatory and murderous actions towards the palestinians allegedly don't come for me (laughs) no but for real that that's actually facts but if you hear that kentara was put on a no-fly list just say a prayer for me Oh, and that's a dig at the IDF, not at Jewish people. (laughs) Now, I've tried to bring some levity to what is a tragic situation, and and perhaps that deserves criticism. But what is happening in Palestine, what has been happening there for decades, is an unspeakable injustice, injustice. And we should call it what it is, ethnic cleansing and other war crimes. That the world can stand by while it happens and defend it, is an indictment against us all if you want to know more i recommend looking up the physician therapist writer and jewish holocaust survivor dr gabor mate who speaks knowledgeably and compassionately on the topic that's g-a-b-o-r-m-a-t-e he recently went on the russell brand youtube show to share his testimony on the horrors that he witnessed in gaza thanks for listening Give us a like and subscribe to the channel if you enjoyed this episode and follow me on Twitter at SKentaro to continue the conversation. I hope you'll be back for the next one. Goodbye for now.